you can complain and remain, or you can praise and be raised. And now for A Short Path to a Great Life, Part 1. Well, thank you for joining Brothers of the Word, because, brother, you need the Word. I would like to share just a little humor. Jack had been a compulsive worrier for years, to the point it was ruining his life. He saw a psychologist who recommended a specialist who could help him. His friend Bob noticed a dramatic change and asked what happened. Nothing seems to worry you anymore. He said, I hired a professional worrier and I haven't had a worry since, replied Jack. That must be expensive, Bob replied. He charges $5,000 a month, Jack told him. $5,000, wow, how in the world can you afford to pay him, exclaimed Bob. I don't know, that's his problem. <laughs> well, we're studying today from the book of Psalms, the book of Psalms chapter 117, Psalms 117. And Psalms 117 is actually, it's the shortest psalm in the book of Psalms. It's the shortest psalm in the book of Psalms. And actually, it's the shortest chapter in the whole Bible. Shortest chapter. It's the shortest psalm in the book of Psalms. And it's the shortest chapter in the whole Bible. And it's actually only two verses. Only two verses. And I'll read them to you real quick. I'll read them to you very quickly. Like I said, it's the shortest chapter in the whole Bible. Of course, I'm going to read it to you quickly. <laughs> it's, it's only two verses. And it says, Oh, praise the Lord, all ye nations. Praise him, all ye people, for his merciful kindness is great toward us. And the truth of the Lord endureth forever. Praise ye the Lord. Just two verses. Very simple. Now, if somebody asks you today, did you all read any scripture in church today? Say, yeah, we read a whole chapter. Read a whole chapter. Read a whole chapter. Read a whole chapter. I love this. It's the shortest psalm in the book of Psalms, the shortest chapter in the whole Bible. And the Holy Spirit kept it short. He kept it short. He kept it short, which means I got to keep my message short today. How can you preach long from the shortest chapter or the shortest psalm in the whole Bible? So I have to keep it short today. <laughs> but the Holy Spirit kept it short. He kept it short. And when I noticed that he kept it short, I just felt like there was something there. I said, man, there's got to be something there because he kept it short. And here's what I realized. When something is kept short, it's easy to remember. Number one, it's easy to remember easy to remember. Number two, it's easier to focus on it, easier to focus on it. And number three, it's easier to do it. Keep it short, it's easier to do it. So it's easier to remember, easier to focus on it, easier to do it when you keep it short. I remember my wife one time, she gave my son, she gave him a long laundry list of chores to do one day. 
And she just enumerated them all the chores. She said, I want you to wash the dishes and put them up. I want you to clean your own vacuum. I want you to take the laundry down. And she gave him all these chores, take the trash out. My son, when he heard that list, he just collapsed on the floor. <laughs> he just collapsed on the floor. See, the list was too long and it overwhelmed. <laughs> so when you keep it short, it's easy to remember, it's easy to focus on, it's easy to do it. Keep it short, keep it short. I've learned to use that little technique whenever I hear somebody in my household is going to the store and I want them to bring me something back. I've learned the secret. I'm going to share my little secret with you. Make it short so you can't give them a long list. So this morning my wife was going to the store and I yelled out. I said, hey, bring me back uh, aloe leaf and two grapefruits. I kept it short. I kept it short. I kept it real short. She couldn't argue with it. She said, okay, that's simple. <laughs> So you always keep it short. You got to keep it short. If you want people to bring you things, you got to keep it very short. The other day, my, my youngest daughter, she was going into the grocery store. I said, hey, while you're in there, I need a mango and get my favorite little bag of chocolates. That's it. That's those two things. Keep it short. You keep it short, you get results. People don't mind doing it when it's just short. And so I love the Holy Spirit. He wanted to give us something short so it wouldn't overwhelm you. Something that would be easy to remember, easy to focus on, easy to do. And so I just want to entitle this, A Short Path to a Great Life. A Short Path to a Great Life. The Holy Spirit thought enough about us to keep it short, give you something simple, but it'll have dramatic impact and influence in your life. You'll receive dramatic results and positive change and effect in your life because he kept it short. So it'll be easier to focus on, easier to remember, easier to do. And I love that. Keep it short. A short path to a great life life, short path to a great life. There are actually three things in this Psalms 117 that stood out to me as the Holy Spirit kind of highlighted them to me. And since I have to keep it short, I'll only share one of them today and you'll have to come out on Thursdays. You know, I'm always trying to pull you out on Thursdays. So I have to bait you a little bit. You have to come out on Thursdays to get the other two, but we'll share them on Thursdays. Man, we have a good time on Thursdays. Where y'all be at, man? Oh, y'all be here. We have a good time on Thursday. We have a good time on Thursday. We had Minister Alicia this past Thursday. Man, oh, she was so good. Oh, my goodness. She was so good. Y'all missing it. Y'all missing it. We have fun. We have fun. I have one rule on Thursdays. Must have fun. <laughs> we have a good time. But anyway, here's the first thing that was kind of highlighted to me in Psalms 117. And it, it reads, this is verse 1. Remember, it's only two verses, but in the first verse it says, Oh, praise the Lord, all ye nations. Praise him, all ye people. Here's what I gleaned from that. Live a lifestyle of praise and gratitude. Live a lifestyle of praise and gratitude. Live a lifestyle of praise and gratitude. Praise means to speak well of God with exuberance, and enthusiasm with affection and gratitude. You love him and you're so grateful for him. The focus is on who God is. He's good, he's faithful, he's righteous, he's merciful, he's just, he's loving, he's kind, he's gracious. And so praise is rejoicing in him. Praise is delighting in him, is taking pleasure in him. And there's one time that you should praise God, and that's at all times. 
And there's one place you should praise God, and that's wherever you may find yourself. Let your mouth be filled with his praise and his honor all the day long. All the day long. Let your mouth be filled with his praise and his honor all the day long. Psalms 34, 1 says, I'll bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. Hebrews chapter 13, verse 15 says, let us offer unto him the sacrifice of praise, which is the fruit of our lips, giving thanks to his name. And so, live a lifestyle of praise and gratitude. It's one of the parts of a short path to a great life. Live a lifestyle of praise and gratitude. Don't speak negatively about people. Rather, Praise and give thanks. This is a very powerful key. And once I saw it, I said, man, this is so powerful. It really revolutionizes your life. Don't speak negatively about people, but rather give thanks. Rather praise. Rather give thanks. I was out to dinner the other night with my wife. We were at a nice restaurant. We had a great time. And when we got back in the car... And this isn't like me. I don't know why I did this. It's not even like me. It's not my nature, my character. But I said something negative about the people on the inside. <laughs> and I said it to my wife. I said, did you notice, you know, I pointed out these negative things. And I don't know why I said it. And, of course, the Holy Spirit arrested me later. He said, now, why would you ruin a beautiful evening? Even though the thought came to you, you should have replaced that with thanksgiving and praise. You should have thanked me for the beautiful time that you had with your wife. You should have thanked me for providing a wonderful atmosphere and a beautiful restaurant, delicious food. You should have thanked me for enjoying life, enjoying the grace of life with the one you love. Your heart should have been filled with praise and gratitude. How much more a powerful life? How much more a powerful life? This is actually a principle that's taught in Scripture over in the book of Ephesians, chapter 5, verse 4. It says, don't, and I'm paraphrasing, but it says, don't use corrupt speech, rather give thanks. Don't use corrupt speech, but rather give thanks thanks. Rather give thanks. And so you replace negative talking about people or complaining. Don't complain. Praise and give thanks instead. Praise and give thanks instead. There was a monk who checked himself into a monastery to be a lifelong monk. And checking in, he had to, of course, take a vow of silence. And the monastery would allow you to say only two words after being there for 10 years. Or every 10 years, you could say two words. And so after he was there for the first 10 years, he, his superiors brought him in. And they said, what would you like to say? He said, food, bad. <laughs> then he stayed there and worked. He worked there and lived there for another 10 years. They brought him back in after another 10 years. They said, what would you like to say? He said, bed hard. <laughs> and he stayed there and worked and lived there another 10 years. And they brought him back in and said, what would you like to say? He said, I quit. 
And they said it doesn't faze us or it doesn't surprise us at all because you've done nothing but complain since you've been here. <laughs> so don't complain. Don't complain, but rather give thanks. Rather give thanks. Rather rather give thanks. Give thanks instead. Praise and give thanks instead. You can complain and remain, or you can praise and be raised. And so it's a powerful key in our lives. Don't gossip, give thanks and praise instead. Don't worry. No, rather give thanks and praise instead. Don't fear, praise and give thanks instead. Here's what happens when you praise and give thanks instead. Number one, you esteem and honor God. You esteem and honor God. You esteem and honor God. Number two, you release your faith in him. When you praise and give thanks, you release your faith in him. That was a woman, she was in the hospital, and she had a dire disease, and things were not looking good. She probably wasn't going to make it. And while she was there, she got a vision. The Lord showed her a vision. And in the vision, he showed her a scale, a scale that has, you know, a plate on each side. And on the scale, one of the plates was labeled disease. And the other plate was labeled praise. And the disease plate, as she saw in the vision, that's the one that was heavy and it was lower on the scale. It was weighing the scale down. Her praise was light and therefore it was up high. And she said, I see it. She saw what the Lord was showing her. Increase your praise until the praise becomes heavier than the disease. She began to praise and 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 she praised day and night, day and night. After about three days of that, the woman was completely healed, walked out of the hospital. Man, your praise is where your victory is. Your praise is where your victory is. Your praise is where your power is. And so, number two, it releases our faith in him. When you praise God, number one, you esteem and honor God. Number two, you release your faith in him. Number three, it fills you with the Holy Spirit. It fills you with the Holy Spirit when you praise. Ephesians chapter 5, verse 18, 19, 20, be not drunk with wine wherein is excess, but be filled with the Spirit, speaking to yourselves in psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord, giving thanks always for all things unto God and the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. And so praise is a way, and thanksgiving is a way of filling us with the Spirit, fills us with the Spirit. You ever feel depressed? You ever feel down? Begin to praise, and it'll fill you with the Spirit. It'll lift you in the Spirit. It'll fill you with the Spirit. You want to live a, a Spirit-filled life? Begin to praise. Begin to praise. Let praise, His honor and His praise and His gratitude and, and thanksgiving, let that be in your mouth all the day long. You'll never be depressed. I said, you'll never be depressed. I said, let His praise and His honor be in your mouth all the day long. You'll never be down. Man, this is powerful, and I see why the Holy Spirit kept it short. <laughs> 
Because if we pick up these keys, man, oh, these keys here, it's a short path to a great life. And I saw this. I said, man, that's powerful. Now, it's powerful. You'll never be depressed a day in your life if you keep praise and gratitude in your mouth all the day long. Yeah, that's powerful. That is powerful. That's powerful. I wish I could go speak to all of the clinical depression psychologists around the world and let them know this little secret. Oh, man. You know, the medications are good, but I got something better. I got something better. Oh, if you keep his praise and his honor and his salvation in your mouth all the day long, man, you'll never be depressed. You'll never be down. Praise God. Well, that's what it does. Here's another one, praise and thanksgiving. Number four, it keeps his presence and power active and operative in your day. It keeps his presence and his power active and operative in your day. This continual praise, it gives God the opportunity to intervene in our circumstances. So keeping his praise and his honor in your mouth, gratitude in your mouth, it keeps his presence and his power active and operative throughout the day. Keeps it active and operative throughout the day. If you don't believe me, look at Paul and Silas. Bible says over in the book of Acts that at midnight, Paul and Silas begin to pray and sing praises unto God. They prayed and sang praises unto God. The power of God caused an earthquake. And I'm going to tell you something. Where did that earthquake come from? That earthquake came out of Paul. The earthquake came out of that praise that he was giving to God. And man, it shook the prison, shook the doors open, shook the chains off, and they were free men. The Bible is saying that praise will release you from any bondage. Praise will set you free. Praise will release you from anybody. It gives you victory. And so praise is powerful. It keeps the power and the presence of God active and operative throughout your day. I heard one man said, he said, the reason that jail shook is because when they were singing God, now you remember, heaven is God's throne, but the earth is his footstool. So somebody said, I think it was Pastor Jack Hayford, he said that when God heard them singing, God began to pat his foot. <laughs> Shook the earth. Praise God. And so your praise keeps the power, the presence of God active and operative in your life. It not only freed Paul, but the power of God was so powerful there. The jailer, he said, what must I do to be saved? The power of God hit the place so hard, the jailer wanted, he said, what must I do to be saved? Salvation not only came to the jailer, but he said, y'all come on home and get my family saved as well. They went home with man, his whole household was filled with the Holy Ghost and saved. Isn't that good? All because somebody chose to praise. All because somebody chose to praise and to give gratitude. Now, Paul could have sat in that jail complaining. He could have sat in there and said, you know, they got me in his, this little dingy dungeon. I ain't even done nothing wrong. And, man, look at this food. What we got in here? Man, it's cold. It's damp. Man, I'm ready. To, I came. This floor is hard. It's smelly in here. Look at all of these uh, Negroes running in here. Laying you know, he could have been in there complaining. He could have been in there complaining, and he would still been in there. 
<laughs> it's praise. It's praise that brings you out. It's praise that brings the power of God. It's praise that produces miracles. It's praise that keeps the presence and the power of God operative and active throughout your day. You'll never know what miracles are happen through the day if you praise. If, if praise and gratitude is constantly on your lips, man, miracles are subject to happen to you all throughout the day. All throughout the day because you're invoking the power of God, the presence of God. It's active and operative in your life because of praise. Gosh, man, I'm out of time, but here's a couple of other things that I'm done. But praise causes less friction in our relationships. You will find that when your mouth is filled with praise and thanksgiving, you'll find that you're more lovey-dovey with your spouse. You'll find you're more understanding and compassionate and loving with your family. It's the anointing that comes on you from the praise that in the book of Psalms, chapter 23, you notice it says, anointing my head with oil. Well, that oil there is a picture of the anointing. And so oftentimes what they would do, they would rub the oil on the horns of rams, male sheep, on the rams that have put the oil on the horns because rams butt heads. But because the oil would be there, it would cause the horns to slip off so they wouldn't hurt one another. And so that's what praise does. Praise releases an anointing in our lives where we don't hurt one another. When you have little confrontations and, you know, things are going sideways, it's the anointing there from the praise that just slides right off of you. Doesn't hurt you. Nobody's offended. Nobody's angry. Nobody's harsh. Well, the praise releases that anointing that reduces friction in our relationship. And praise makes you healthier and happier. It's not that happy people are grateful, but rather grateful people are happy. Praise God. So praise makes you happier, makes you healthier. Praise is wonderful. And so this is just the first one. But the Lord was showing me three things. He showed me three things in the, a short path to a great life. In, here in the shortest psalm in the book of Psalms, in the shortest chapter of the Bible. Praise God. Praise God. Why don't we do a little praise? <laughs> Let's do a little praise. A little praise. Praise God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Isn't God good? Isn't he wonderful? Isn't he wonderful? He's wonderful. He's wonderful. He's wonderful. He's wonderful. He's wonderful. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Just praise him while you're going to sleep at night. Praise him when you wake up in the morning. Praise him when you're fixing your little something to eat. Praise him while you're taking a shower. Praise him while you're driving to work. Let his praise be in your mouth all the day long. See how it'll change your life and affect your life. I guarantee you, it'll change your life. It'll improve your life. It'll revolutionize your life because this is one of a short path to a great life. Praise God. Let's sing a little praise. I feel like singing myself. Lord, we praise you. <laughs> oh, your praise is so wonderful in my life. Oh, Lord, I love you. I can't do without you. Amen. <laughs> 
Amen. Let's pray. Father, thank you so much. Lord, we just praise you. Oh, we honor you and bless you, Lord. We'll let your praise and your honor and your salvation and your glory be in our mouth all the day long. Thank you that your presence is operative and active in our lives. Lord, we just love you and we're excited and we just can't wait to see the good things you have in store for us and allowing us to be a blessing wherever we go. And it's in Jesus' mighty name we pray. Let every heart say amen. Those of you watching by television, I want you to go to brothersoftheword.com. You can listen to this message absolutely free of charge. You can also email it to a friend. But thank you so much for joining us today at Brothers of the Word, because brother, you need the word. You are listening to brothersoftheword.com. This was part one of the series titled, A Short Path to a Great Life, by C. Elijah Bronner. This message is number 3062. That's 3062. To listen to thousands of free messages or to send this message number 3062 to a friend, go to brothersoftheword.com. If this message has been a blessing to you and you would like to help support this ministry, go to iwanttogive.com. That's iwanttogive.com. Listen to brothersoftheword.com often because brother, you need the word. Oh, brothers of the word.